Welcome back, everyone. The season's finally over, boys. It's um, It's been an emotional one, especially for me after the weekend. We'll get on to that. But with Pablo and Berardi leaving Leeds, it was uh, yeah, a tear was shed, I must admit. But um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's go through the games in order. That was um, a sentimental start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time, mate. Yeah. I'm, to be honest, I, I even Leeds posted... Um, a little sort of like behind the scenes video on, on YouTube tonight. And it's just like a little highlights clip of like summed up the day. And I've started fucking going again. I'm like, the old tears started. I'm like, fucking hell, this has got to go off. Like, what's going on here? Unbelievable. Fucking hell. <laughs> Proper going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like yeah. me at Green Mile. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I, mean? I, can't, I can't hold it in, lads. I just can't, I've got to turn it off. <laughs> uh, Matty, I'm, I'm a proper crier, mate. If there's uh, any sort of emotion in any film or any, I'm fucking go. going. Like. <laughs> I can't get to the end of Green Mile without uh, that. Greg can't get to the end of EastEnders without a tear. <laughs> Sonia! <laughs> uh, that's because cool. he remembers the days when he was on it. Poor Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jim, yeah, when, when Jim when Jim died and Patrick was consoling him or whatever, yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget. <laughs> he rang me and told me, I was like, I didn't even know you watched these things, but now you're telling me you're crying over it. Like, fuck oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't watch it. No, just, it's, the best friend, it's the best friends thing. I thought, you know, I'll, t- yeah. I'll, I'll let him. And I'll now he's outed you on the pod. Yeah, I know. What a cunt. We'll have to do a little poll on our Twitter to, like, we'll all put forward our most emotional moment and then see what the vote is. I reckon Greg might yeah. come out bottom, to be fair. <laughs> and I don't even know what the rest yeah, are. Like that's, yeah, like, that's my most, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, well, let's go in order, as we usually do, boys. First game in, Arsenal 2, Brighton 0. Matty, start us off, mate. What was your thoughts? Well, I had about four screens on at the time. I was trying to watch the Spurs game, seeing what was going on elsewhere. Yeah, Brighton played well to a point, but we, we always looked like we were going to score. We created a few chances in the game, but again, have to hold my hands up. Slaughtered him in the early part of the season, but he's the best player we got, Nicolas Pepe. Like, what, what what's happened to him? I just scores goals for fun. Two against Palace, two against Brighton. And he looks like any time he gets in the box or he's cutting in on that left foot that he's going to hit the back of the net. I, I, I don't understand where that form was first part of first half of the season. He's trying to nick a move, that's what that is. Well, I mean, he ended up with a pretty decent goal return. Or was it 16 goals he scored, I think, in all competitions? And if you'd have said that in December, I would have laughed at you. So, yeah, from that perspective, yeah. Brighton are a plucky side. They, they plucked away, but yeah, we just had... A little bit too much for him in the end, and I, I, I knew we'd win that game. I was fully confident we would nick that. Good end to the season, all in all, mate. Yeah, Five yeah. wins on the can't, bounce, isn't it? Can't can't knock it. Yeah, yeah. Not really much more to say about it. Fair play, mate. Um, DS. Yeah, same as Matt. Really, it was um, a bit disappointing that more of my attention was on other games than that because um, mm. I mean there was still mathematically a chance of nicking it, but you just knew. Somehow it wasn't going to happen, um, as it didn't. Like Leicester, obviously, let themselves down against Spurs, which obviously any chance of getting it sneaking in Europe through the back door was was gone. But what was, idiots they are, by the way. I mean, uh, I fucking idiots. I Leicester. can't believe that they were two one up and ended up losing the game four two. I mean, I, I was disbelief. But he's making a habit of it, Brendan Rodgers, with teams bottling. Yeah. 
at the business end of the season. But question for you, Dave, do you think that it is the worst thing in the world that we haven't qualified for this? Yeah, I was, do you know what? I was thinking it was like almost, not like an, almost a, not a win, win. I was happy either way. I thought, you know, if we sneak in Europe, sweet, we'll be in a shit competition, <laughs> chance of a trophy. If not, then at least we'll have a season with no Thursday night football, Sunday football, fucking us up, which always seems, it's been a hindrance to say the least the last few years. Fair enough, if you go through and win, it's still, even though it's second tier of Europe, it's still a good competition to win. Yeah. But, it, but look at the amount of games that you would have, we would have had to have played if we did qualify uh, for it. I know no. we lose out. I mean, I don't really know how much we lose out from a monetary, from funds point of view. It's but. free. It's free. Three point two million, I think, per per position. So, yeah, whatever. For a football team, not exactly going to bankrupt us for finishing there. But it's it's more the, the biggest impact will be signing players and certain players wanting to go. But if we can keep the right players and get the right players in who are more about putting a shift in, playing for the playing for the shirt and all that. I don't think we could do. It looks like the the wheels are better in to not be in Europe. Basically, the wheels look like they're already in motion to start the ball rolling with signings. From what I'm reading behind the scenes, so yeah, let's see. Watch this space in the next couple of few weeks. I would say. Yeah. But, I mean, that could be the case for any any of our clubs on here. To be honest, everyone. I think it was important. It was, it was important as well, even though we've ended up with like nothing. It was good that they had that little winning run towards the end of the season because quite often you can say, oh, it's a new season, but your form at the end of a season sometimes carries through into the next season. Like yeah. other seasons when the wheels have come off us, like Emery, when he when he lost a load of games towards the end of the season um, because he was banking on winning the European Cup final a couple of years back. Well, like he did just now. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Hi, Kyle. He took that shit form into the next year and then it never recovered. So I'm happy we've took a winning run into the into the summer. Yeah, I mean... Hopefully carry carry that on. You look at the form, obviously, from Christmas to now, apart from, what is it, probably Leeds and is it Man City, there isn't any better. So yeah, I can't remember. It was third or fourth for... It was third. ...taken was since third. Christmas, which... Yeah. What the fuck happened in the... Yeah. What yeah. the fuck happened in the in the first half of the season? It's, just, it's, so it's actually un, it's unexplainable. I, I, I can't. <laughs> the amount of, we lost five games in a row at home. I mean, I don't even remember us losing three games in a row at home. Ever. And weren't they like really shit sides and all? It was like Burnley and the Burnley game yeah. summed up that period. They had one shot on target from a corner and scored, and that was it. We, we lost had, so many records as well. It's like the first time Everton had won at Arsenal for like 25 years. Five years, yeah, all sorts of shit. the double against us for like about 30 years. The first time Wolves had done the double for like yep. 40 years. And Burnley, the first time they'd won at the Emirates, at um, Arsenal for, <laughs> since time began. I don't know. It's, <laughs> Talking of wheels falling off, mate, Everton finishing 10th. Oh, they're, they're after, shocking. After the money that they've outlaid and where they were yeah, at, at one yeah. point. In, in the, I would say that's the thing that pisses me off is that after, we've had like a catastrophic season, but we've been crucified for it as well. How, how are Tottenham and Everton not getting... Furthermore, on that point, things? we finished like six points behind fourth. Yeah. I mean, we deserve some credit for that. I one, think. What was it one point behind Tottenham? Yeah. Yeah. One point behind Tottenham point behind and Spurs. And Spurs don't get half the stick that Arsenal get. I'm not even having it. Not even close. But yeah, all in all, you've got to be happy with the way it ended up, really. It couldn't have ended up any better after that run at the start of the season. 
I was going to ask you, boys, I don't know if any of you know about this UEFA or Europa Conference League, whatever the fuck it is. I don't really know anything about it, to be honest. Did you want to get in? That's what I'm saying. I'm quite happy. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that we haven't qualified for this. I think it gives us time to keep players a bit more fresh during the season. I think it could be a blessing. I still think there's a big, even though obviously we didn't finish that far behind fourth, I still think there's a bit of a gulf there in gap. Them teams are going to strengthen as well. So let's not be fooled. Um, I don't... The thing is though, Matty, for for the likes of Leicester and West Ham, they're going to have to strengthen because they're going to have a lot of football games. I don't think West Ham will be there next season. Hey, listening to some of their supporters, they reckon they're going to go one better. Well, they're, they're deluded, mate. Everyone I, 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 thinks that tournament's easy till you're in it. Yeah, well, we do, no, yeah, I mean, we do quite well in that tournament. It's, a lot of football, just, no. it's, it's not only that, yeah, it's they're going to have to strengthen us in the squad. West Ham struggle with injuries as it is. Yeah, they've done really well this year with a non-striker who's always injured. And, yeah. yeah, but what are they going to do when it gets to... like How's, how's Antonio going to hold up when he's got to play three games a week? That's who I'm talking about. He's yeah. a non. They've they as someone they've made a striker. He's a non-striker, but they've made him a striker, and he's constantly injured. Yeah, Lingard's so gone, by the way. You as got well. that? So yeah, you got that. You take well. you take Lingard out the equation because they can't afford to buy him. Yeah, and you you've got but the mate that still run run rolls on. Is Rice going to stay? Is he going to go? They, so they might they might not be able to afford him after the after the Euros. You never know. He might. Yeah, have well, like a yeah the the Euros is a big big win, shot window for people but the Premier League yeah. everyone knows the prices are just so inflated it's just absolutely ridiculous and yeah, English but, players as well yeah people I mean, just people people like Lingard right he's had a he's had a nice purple patch I think he started to he started to tail off a little bit in the last few games anyway but then now he's got another opportunity yeah to to either make Manchester United more money or potentially lose his new club more money. Yeah. He's going to get picked. You can guarantee he's going to get picked for the waistcoat squad. And he might he might play well. And then Man United are fucking rubbing their hands together. He's in he's in a bit of limbo, if you ask me, because I don't think he's going to start Jesse Limbo. I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to start for Man United next season. Do you Carl? And then obviously oh, wow. if West Ham can't afford him, what happens to him? But he's He's too good at the same time, maybe. to He's not sitting on a bench. I don't think he should be on a bench. If I'm him, I'm handing a transfer request in and I'm I'm, I'm yeah. wanting to move to, oh, to yeah. West Ham, really. Yeah. West Ham, United would sell him to West Ham, but I yeah. think they're going to want Rice as part... You know what I mean? They're going to, they're but then again, they're not going to weaken their midfield like that just to get a Lingard, I don't think. Yeah, so. Right. So. yeah so it's, yeah. A, it's a funny situation on that, isn't it? And the, Rice ain't gonna. Uh, is Rice gonna want to move? I think Rice is gonna give him one more season in Europe. Just yeah, because they've never. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's they missed out on Europe. He'd want to go. That's I think. Him. Oh yeah, but I think now they've got that of Europa. I think Rice has. To, if he leaves now, he'd be like you bastard sort of thing. You just you, you know what I mean. You, this is your club. You say we've got yeah. we've got Europe for the first time in God knows ever or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Just please <laughs> give us a season. <laughs> <laughs> They won the Intertoto Cup, don't you know? <laughs> 99, they're still living off that and all. And the World Cup, apparently, they won. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, now mid-table team because they had a player in the England squad. They won the World Cup. Well done. <laughs> um, let's move on from them anyway. Let's get on to the the real greatest club in the world, Leeds United. <clears throat> oh, here we, here we go. Um, here we so go. Le- Leeds United three, West Brom one. The mighty West Brom. The mighty West Brom is Albion one. So. Um, yeah, just first of all, a big round of applause for Big Sam getting his first relegation. Well done, Sam. Been a long yeah, time coming, well. son. You, you eventually got there. Um, Surprised didn't resign. <laughs> if I'm him, I'll resign. Oh, yeah, I would have done that 100%. The day before they could, they, they yeah. were going to be relegated. I'm just yeah. a bit later. Well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the record. Yeah, that doesn't even want to pay off. Like, I've never been relegated. Yeah. What? <laughs> Because <laughs> to be fair, in like three or four years' time, people would forget that that happened, and it'd be like Sam's never been relegated. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be your record, wouldn't it? So fuck it. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I said, it was um, it was an emotional affair that game. It was great seeing seeing Leeds fans finally back in the ground. Obviously, it's been sixteen years since we was last at a Premier League match at Ellen Road. So the fact that we've had to go and wait another year to get, get people in there. And um, I must say that... You waited eight... 16 years. It's all right for another year, mate. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But that's, that's what was fucking annoying about it, having to wait that actually. It's like, we're finally there. Oh, no, we can't go. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> but um, I must admit that 8,000 that did get in, they they done us proud. They made the most of it. It was fucking noisy as would come across that way on the telly and from bowl accounts, everyone that was there and like journalists and that said the same thing. So it was, um, you know, it was good to see. And you could see players like Rodrigo and Rafinha were absolutely loving life. That's the first taste of it that they've had. And they were buzzing, mate. Um, but um, yeah, to be fair, the game was a bit of a, had a bit of a testimonial feel about it because of the whole Pablo Hernandez and Gaetano Berardi leaving. They're both great servants of the club. Berardi's been there seven years now. Hernandez, five and they've both taken us from, let's be fair, a struggling championship side who, well, Berardi's first manager at Leeds was Dave Hockaday. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And he... It, it sounds like he should be on live and kicking. You know what I mean? That was a guy who got sacked from Forest Green in, in, in the <laughs> Ipsmian League. And Dave Hockaday? Mate, it was embarrassing. Yeah. Like They were the sort of years we, we, we were going through at the time and... He's come into the club at that sort of time, and the things that he went through at the club were unbelievable. He was he was part of um, an influx of Italian, uh, well, players from the Italian league, who they were they were nicknamed the Sick Note Six because there were six of them. He was the seventh, but there were six of them who refused to play because they were ill. Due like they just literally refused to play football for the club, and he was one of the few that went more oh, bollocks to this. I'm being paid by this club and the fans are cheering us on and I'm going to play. Um, so he's always sort of been fond. There's been fond feelings towards Berardi since then, really. But he, he started as he meant to go on. His first game for Leeds, he got he got sent off <laughs> playing at home against Akron and Stanley with scissor kicking someone around the neck. Fucking, and he went on to, to get sent off, I think, eight times for the club. So... Fucking yeah. hell, Vinnie Jones eat your heart out. Mate, he was, he was a bit of a warrior, old, old Gaetano. I, I love the fella. And look, Pablo as well. I was at, I was actually at Pablo's debut at Ellen Road when we signed him. He he was sort of, I think he was 30, 31 when we signed him. He was, he was playing in the Middle East, just sort of dwindling his career away, getting a bit of money for his family. And it was the only 
good thing Gary Monk ever done for the club was bring him in. And I was at his debut and he came in and he was unfit. Um, and he came on against Birmingham and he fucking ran the show, mate. And you could see he had no fitness about him. But he was just a class above. Yeah. And and how wow. how we managed to, to have that guy for five seasons, well, four seasons in the championship was beyond me. He was just majestic. And and he rolled the years back on, on Sunday. Like I watched it with my dad. I went around to watch it with my old man. And we were watching the game. We looked at each other after about 10 minutes. We were like, just why is he leaving? <laughs> like, he looks the best player we've got. What, what the fuck? Like, please stay. <laughs> where's, he, where's he going? Is he going to another club or retiring? Or He, he, he wants to play on. He, he's moving back to Spain. Um, he actually part owns a club called Castellon. I think they're in the third division in Spain. But because he was asked the question, is he going to go and play for them? And he said, eventually, yes. But I've still got two or three years left in me. So I think he's going to, to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up in La Liga. Mishu part two. Went to really? For his brother's yeah, team. honestly, mate. He's still I got it. I was going to say MLS or something like that. Like maybe nah, just go America. He, he's still got it. And, he, and the thing is, going back out there, like he's still fit as fuck. And... Like he has to be to be part of the Leeds United squad under Bielsa, but to go to La Liga with the slower pace and the way of life and back out there with his family, I think he'll still get get another couple of years out of him at like a mid-table, lower half La Liga side. Um, personally, I'd like to see him go back to Valencia because they're 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 sort of struggling at the moment. So they I'd, get relegated, Valencia. I think they stayed up in the end, but they they weren't they, far they were off. Close to getting relegated, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're in massive financial woe. So, for me, it'd be... I personally, I'd like to see Pablo Hernandez and Juan Mata both go back there because mm. um, they came through at the same time. And, um, yeah, it'd be sort of a bit of a bit of nostalgia if they if they sort of both went back there. I think it'd be class. Good play. But, um, yeah, it was just, just pretty emotional, really, like seeing the whole... And I must admit, I've got... To, I know you don't like him, Matty, but I've got to give Kyle Bartley a shout-out. Um, Can I turn this off? Yeah, because he, he played played with both of them at Leeds for, for a season. And when they both got taken off, I think it was 70 minutes in, he um, all the Leeds players sort of went over to him, give them all a cuddle and a kiss and sort of sent them on their way. And Kyle Bartley went over and done the same thing. And he was oh, the only, yeah. like, and I thought it was a lovely touch. Like, you don't have to do that. He's on the other team. They're getting beat and whatever. Yeah, and they've gone down as well. Exactly. And I just yeah. thought that was a a really nice touch sort of put his pride aside and went over and he's like, look, and you could see he genuinely meant it. And it was like, they appreciated it as well. I thought it was a, a like a good touch sort of show sort of man that he is sort of thing. But um, yeah, just a shame really, because it's sort of like that it spells the end of an era, but it's in, it was sort of in a good way, but you, I, I suppose Leeds fans were sad. It, it almost felt like someone had died in a way. Cause it's like, you've left that, that era behind and we've surpassed them like we're now going to be looking at better players but, I feel like that when Henri left Arsenal I, yeah I but it's like they, for the fact that he was never going to play for us ever again like, it's, it's horrible isn't it yeah that's what when he when he came back that's why it was the it, yeah he scored yeah. leads didn't he yeah like, I was yeah. there fucking cunt <laughs> he says that, that. that was his greatest moment ever <laughs> in football. Was, his greatest moment was playing against Leeds United. It, was it, looked, it looks like someone dad who you get on on a Sunday league team. Just give him 20 minutes. He's still decent. He's still got it. 
Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He still got that one touch, open the body. Far yeah, was that was Henri's signature move. Yeah, he loved it. I, was, I remember being at that game, mate. And as soon as he come on, I remember all us Leeds fans looking at each other, going, "He's gonna, isn't he? Yeah, he's score, gonna. Yeah. It's nil, yeah. nil. It's like he's gonna score." <laughs> and he fucking did. What a cunt! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to him. What a fucking player. Oh, but yeah. um, but yeah, it just sort of it, it was sad because it spelt the end of an era. But it's mixed emotions because it's an era you want to leave behind. Yeah, because them two have like given us so many great memories of getting to where we are now. It's just like you just want them to be there still, even if they just fucking just carry the balls out or something. I, like, can't, just... I can't believe how far. Like, I mean, seeing your team playing was it League One, and now you're finishing comfortably in the top half of the Premier League. I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine what that roller coaster is. Oh. Seeing the, some of the players you must have had in League One to what you've got now, and the manager, <laughs> and the manager you have, even, even the progression in the Premier League. In, in, yeah, I mean, like I'm looking at the table, and you finished one or two points behind us, and two points behind you. you finished eight points off Champions League. Yeah. Uh, next season's a massive season for you. I do honestly think, I, again, I think you're going to have a good window because you've got a good set up there. I mean, and I think you could easily kick on a few spots next year. So tough. The, fans the, top, back. the top half of the table is so tough to call next season. Yeah, big time. Because mm. there weren't a lot in it between, you know, what, fourth and like, what, ninth probably? Well, there's eight, eight points between fourth and tenth. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's fucking, yeah. It's nothing. Not even Absolutely for nothing, yeah. mate. And yeah. when, when you take into account Wolves and Brighton done the double over Leeds this year. Well, I won't even go about who done the double over us, eh, Dave? But, but you know what I mean? Like, Three, if we four, turn seven, them two, one. like, even if we turn the two games against both of them teams into four points each, yeah. we're in the Champions League. Yeah. Like, and same with you boys, like, with, like, your, your Burnleys and fucking Wolves and teams yeah. like Triple that. United. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's mental the fine margins like yeah every game is so important every. yeah massively so but like, like I said said to you earlier Matty in, in, the, in the WhatsApp group um, there's a rumour that's come out today that we've made contact well it actually come out from, from his agent we made contact with yeah. um, Mateus Pereira I mean that's West unbelievable why if you again having him play under Bielsa as well I mean oh. Yeah, he's I mean, already got great work rate and ability. Yeah, he's a dangerous, dangerous player. And he's going to be available for a knockdown fee because they've gone out of the league. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know if he's got a clause there as well. You never know. Smart business for Leeds if it ends up coming and he, on. And he's very he's close mates with Rafinha. They, they was at Sporting together. Oh, okay. That helps. Both Brazilian. like They, they know each other very well. They're really close. But apparently, like, we made contact the day that they got relegated, um, is what his agent said, that we made contact with him. Um, and then they had a meeting with the player on Sunday when we played them. And then it was ironic that he pulled out of the West Brom squad last minute with an illness. Yeah. So it, it sort of, it, it might just be like hearsay and rumours, you never know, it's silly season, isn't it? You know what I mean? The, the postseason, but... It linked with every Tom, Dick and Harry, don't Of course. It? But it points things in the like. I found it strange that he pulled out of the squad. It made me because I remember me like when it happened. Me and my dad were like, "Fuck me, Pereira ain't playing." I wonder if that could mean. Yeah, he could be coming. Yeah, like you just I never thought, know. I thought the same thing at final whistle when Pepe went over to Bissouma. Yes, I, I saw that. Hero, and I was like, "Oh, here we go." But it's then 
sort of player then, you need, mate. But then I've read since then that he's not Arsenal's number one priority in that position. Sabios is it's Sabios. You're going to keep Sabios, I've heard. Yeah, Thanks. he's got as much chance. He could, he might just stop out start for certain nights, let alone fucking Arsenal. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But if you believe what you read, this Basuma, they they say he says he's an he was an Arsenal fan since a boy and stuff like that. And I know you shouldn't pick players on that, but it would help if he's got some sort of feeling towards the club. Is it the whole oh, Bobby yeah. Keane syndrome where he's the fucking boyhood club of every club he's ever signed for? Yeah, exactly. He supported Leeds, West Ham, Liverpool, yeah. Tottenham. Fucking he's got professional football. Yeah, he's not <laughs> he's got a shirt he's everywhere. Because he's not, he's not got massive aspirations, like as in he's playing for Brighton. He's not after solely Champions League football. He probably just wants to play for a better team. Exactly. Yeah, there is that. But he was at was he near, was he at Lille with Gabriel and Nicolas Pepe? Is that right? Or he oh, knew was he really? I don't, I don't know. know. They should have fucking they stayed. Got... They'd be champions now. I know. Well, I know Brighton. Brighton got him from Marseille, but I'm not sure if he was at Lille before or Academy. I know that they know him very well. So rumor has it, but. Rumor <laughs> Personally, that's that's a signing I would like to see because, like I said. Well, yeah. I had this chat with you before. We've made the fewest tackles in the five European leagues. I mean, that's a disgrace. That's piss poor, mate. He's wow. got, but obviously, behind Luke Ayling, second. I, know. I didn't even know that. Premier League. But if we have him in there with, with Partey, that could be huge. You signed him as well. He covers the ground. That's yeah, right. yeah, but he's, what I've seen of him, he's, he's not a one trick pony. He, he tackles, he's good on the floor, he's good on the air, he looks a bit of an all-rounder. This He's not afraid to have a dig either. I've no, seen no, him yeah, have a few yeah, pot yeah. shots from distance and I yeah. like a player that does that. I, I, I'm 100% behind that signing if it happens. But again, are we going to have to play some silly fee for him? They're talking 40 million. I know it's probably not a lot in transfer terms, but then as soon as Liverpool have a sniff, then you're thinking, is he going to go to Liverpool? Yeah. Well, if that fucking that helmet on Twitter, that Lee Gunner's anything to go by, <laughs> fucking Emmy Buendia, as he calls him, like <laughs> fucking, he's going on like he's shit. It's Please, like, let's just let's... Yeah, mate. You've never seen him play football. Yeah. If, if you if you go out and sign Bisuma and Buendia, they both walk into your team. I've and never. You are all of a sudden a contender for Europe. I've never seen yeah. this. Wendia plays. I'm not even going to try and come out with... But That's I, what I love about what you've done earlier, Matt. You text me because you know I've seen him a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen him play, ever. And you text me and go, what's this Wendia like? Yeah. You don't do a league gunner and go, oh, he's rubbish. Yeah, he was shit in the Premier League and he's done all right in the Championship. Because well, you fucking Google who he plays. <laughs> like, championship player of the year, didn't he? And he's been 15 <laughs> I mean, that's not to be ignored. That's... That's a good return. Obviously, the Prem's a different level, but he's a player, mate. Yeah, yeah. He's just been called up by Argentina as well. So there's got he's got shit. Then like you said got to be a player in there. Got yeah. Do you know what I mean? But uh, to be honest, I think if you if you like, they're the sort of players you're going to have to go for as well. Like we we will cover yeah. this because I want to do an episode in the postseason when we talk about like rumors and whatever. But they're the sort of players clubs like you are going to have to go for because exactly you're not like realistic targets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're not going to yeah. attract like your, your top level guys because they're going to be wanting Champions League football and that. So you're going to have to go for the likes of these players that are sort of unearthed gems in lower like, table sides. What, this is what we should be doing in the first place. It's like whoever was commentating on the Leicester game the other day, just how are they nicking these players for 20 million? Mm. They've just bought that geezer from Lille or the deal's done. 18 mil. Yeah. 
if Arsenal bid for him, they will back this up. That, that's 35 million straight away. They're not even entertaining. How do they nick players for what they're paying? Yeah. What does, what does it matter? You wouldn't pay it up front anyway. Why don't we could pay in instalments? What are you piping up for anyway? <laughs> well, what are you worried about paying 35 million for? You don't need pretty Pam 10 mil tomorrow, 20, uh, 2 I'm mil fucking a year later. All right, we, we all ain't spent fucking 450 million a season on a squad and we get beat by good evening in the fucking good evening. In the Europa League. All right, pal. We'll get on to him. Final. We'll get on to him, Matt. He will all have a say on that one. I was going to go easy on him. Nah, he's he's in for it now. Fucking. No, him. you're getting it soon, Jonesy. Don't you worry about that. We're going to ease you in with the Wolves game and then fucking let you have it when it gets to the Europa League. Go on, go on. But, uh, let's get on to the next game anyway. <laughs> you're in my evening. evening. Your evening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to the next game. So we got Liverpool 2, mm. Crystal Palace 0. Now, Greg, mm. the one thing I want to say is it's bang out of order you seeing out one of your Liverpool legends in his last game, Roy Hodgson, with a defeat. Why? <laughs> He's just deadpan, not having any of it. Did you say legend? Or... Yeah, of course, yeah. No. No. <laughs> Best manager you've ever had. You know what? No, I was. I respect that man's career. He's had a hell of a career, but I can't say that he's a Liverpool legend. I, I mean, am joking, mate. Wow. No, I mean he was never a Liverpool manager. How he he, but yeah. I mean the game was nothing special. I mean, job done, isn't it? It was. Yeah, we we just needed to get the job done. Mane. I don't think it mattered who or what. Or, you know, when we just got the job done, Mane nicked it with, you know. Nice of him to turn up. Yeah, well, you know what? Just before his, just, just before his holidays. Yeah. <laughs> it, was nice, it was nice to see him with a smile on his face rather than his fucking chin on the floor, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean, scrappy goal, like, and then, you know, just, yeah, I mean, we just sealed the, like, sealed the deal, obviously. And with people's results elsewhere, million years. No, uh, you know it, it was a bit of a. It weren't a great game. Do you know what I mean? It was pretty much one-way traffic. Um, we yeah, we were just praying. Well, I can't believe we ended up third. To be honest, I mean, Not after everything, you've earned it without how you ended the season, mate. Eight games unbeaten, six wins out of eight. Yeah, but one year last five games. It, it just shows the league, like it's a bit like Man United's season. I mean, what they've ended up second because the rest of the league is so shit. Now, I know Carl would disagree, he might disagree, whatever, but no, no. The, the, the standard the standard of the rest of the teams has allowed Manchester United to come second. Now we can all hope that we turn it around and then next year we're better, i.e. Liverpool, Chelsea, um, whoever else you want to try and throw in that mix. Yeah, Leeds. Whoever, whoever else you want to try and throw in that mix, we've got to be better. But if we are better, Man United ain't coming second. No, not at all. Greg, you only finished five points behind them. I know, and that's what, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a bit... Two wins. And Plus you'll have... Players fit like Gomez, but it, it, it's not. Well, just how many times did you lose at Anfield this season? Oh, when, when it double figures, 
Do you, or, do you know what I mean? You turn two of them into wins, you're you're above Man United. I just like massive, massive some buts and maybes. <laughs> To the two, the two, the two youngsters at the back, mate. They proper stepped yeah, up. They deserve for us. credit. Um, yeah. And I mean, he, I think he'd throw himself in front of a bus, Nat Phillips. Do you know what I mean? Like to, and it. Well, he'd have to mad. if Trent keeps giving him fucking hospital balls like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's mad, isn't it? Like you know, someone you can easily get disheartened. He's, he's you know twenty three, and he's never had a sniff. And he's been sent out on loan, and he's had hard paper oh, round and all. Fuck, he's twenty-three. Don't you think he looks like he runs a scaffolding company? Or <laughs> but you know, he could have easily <laughs> just been picked because he was the last result, and he could have sulked. He could have just thought, "Fuck you, lot! You're only using me." Do you know what I mean? But he's 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 taken his chance, and we've even obviously spoke about him possibly getting an England call up. Obviously, he didn't, but like it, it wouldn't have been out of turn to say that he he probably might have actually deserved it. No, but no one deserves it unless you're Gareth Southgate's mate. So he's been he, they you know oh, wait Perform, performance and what oh, you do in the in the league doesn't matter for England. Thrown in the deep end and and you know what there was times when we you've questioned them but to come out the other end and, and finish third it yeah we results went our way obviously but I mean it's a good end to finish in the Champions League. Oh, yeah. I'm set. And thing is, we were just thinking about fourth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We were just thinking about scraping fourth and somehow we've ended up third. And yeah. five points behind Man, Man United who have had an amazing season to come second and then lose to good evening. But, um, we've, not, we've not had an amazing season. Yeah, I think you have. You have no, you have. For, for the level... For the level, the level you're in, at now. in recent years, you've had a you've had a decent season. We'll lend you an effort. It's, been, it's, it's been it's been an improvement of a season. But yeah. It's a full, yeah, but it's a false it's a false reading. This is what I'm trying to say. It's a false reading because I've of, been saying this all the, all season on all the podcasts. When okay. I've been saying it's not how, how bad the other teams it's really are. Really, a false reading though. They finished second after 38 games. You, you, that's no, they they've had fans in their stadium. For, no one else. For progress for well, progress. Only twice. Only twice. For progress, it's a false reading because yeah, maybe next year when hopefully, as I'm saying, other teams are going now going to find their level again because there's let's get it straight. This league's been fucked this year. Yeah. Only one team's only one team's found their level throughout the whole way, and that's Man City. Yeah, well, they had their dip. Them to be fair. I'm not being funny. They had they, they yeah, were they like had the ninth or tenth at one point. I thought, fuck yeah, they had a dip, but then they found the level yeah. where no one else could get to. Where prior to that previous years we did, um, whoever else you want to, you know, well, it was only us and, and Man City for a couple of years. But you know, next year you're looking at Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United if you strengthen. But I don't think you'll. It. I don't know. It's just yeah. I just think it's well, been very. I'm gonna make a call now. Especially based on the news that, like, Ollie at the wheel might get another three years. They ain't getting top four next season. Mm. Depends who we sign. I don't give a fuck who you sign with. That geezer training them week in, week out. You ain't getting top four next season. Well, we'll turn you over 6 2. We're going to hold Trevor. Don't worry about that. How did the following game go, though? All right. Well, you didn't get much out of it. You'd have got the same as us. Yeah, no, we got a point. Yeah, so we got more out of it than we did the last time, though. 
We got four go. points. Right right the last, the last we'll debate. We'll take four points off you again next year. Bet you don't. You lot. I mean, you need to stop making bets. You do. That arsehole will fall out of your boys at Ellen Road, mate. Yeah, McTominay will be in tears when he walks out of that atmosphere when he's fucking getting pelters. They won't know what's hit him. Not when he plays for Scotland. And out, you lost to us out of form. Like, do you know what I mean? We, we've been poor and you lost to us. So, no, we'll see. Really, we, uh, uh, the end, end of the season for us was abysmal. Um, I'm not going to... But we'd already, we'd, already, we'd already done our hard work. We didn't have to, we didn't have to worry about that shit. But yeah, no, happy, happy. Um, couldn't believe we come third, to be honest. I thought we were just banking on scraping fourth. But yeah, end up third. So, hasn't turned out all bad. Well, let, let's get on to old scummy bollocks over there anyway. And uh, your last game of the season in the Premier League, Wolves won, Man United two. What was your thoughts on that, if if you have many? Very happy. Very happy, to be fair. Played a bit of I a like, young team. Yeah. And yeah. And do, do you know what? Like, again, we all love it. When when you watch your youth and your kids come through and play for your team, you just love watching them play, don't you? Some goal and I thought, Oh, mate, honestly. The, the header. That was quality. Mm. Do you know what? Again, I've seen bits of him. No, I've seen bits of him, but n- nothing like I could ever, you know, judge what he's like or anything like that. But Who is he? he yeah, you. Anthony Alanga. He's a youth, he's a Swedish, uh, um, he's young Swedish. Swedish. Is he? Yeah. Mm. Um, he's, do you know what though? But again, I was really impressed with him. He's it, 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 for me, <clears throat> he's like a Dharma Traore. He's like a big, powerful yeah. speedster. <laughs> but no, but he's he's pretty. He's just as good. But he's a kid, isn't he? But I think I think he could go on to be a real player. And Ahmad again, he needs he needs to have the old Mason Greenwood bowl cup. But what he looks so comfy on the ball. He just yeah, he, does look he, he, he looks. He's got that quick turn. That change of pace, and you know, ah, oh, was very impressive. But I say I loved I loved seeing the kids. I can't remember. And Donny, I thought, you know what? It's probably the best I've seen him play all season. It's the only time he he's did. played. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best game he's had all season. I don't, I don't understand <laughs> how you've paid so much money for him to just languish there. I think he's been a bit unlucky. Again, I just, I, I think he would have got more, more game time. I just think, again, United at the moment are in this sort of period where we have to, we can't afford to sort of keep playing fringe players. We have to, we're always under so that pressure. We, we, yeah. So <laughs> it's weird. Um, <laughs> I'd take him over Fred all day. Mate. Yeah, that's what I was, yes. I was just about to say the same. I'd take all four of you over Fred. Yeah, Fred. but he doesn't. This is what I'm saying. It's the way that he plays. Fred. He loves. But I think moving forward, I do want to see. Think that especially after last night's team selection, I think he's he, he sort of maybe he's looking to sort of he split with Fred, him with Fred up. Didn't even bring him on, Van der Beek. Like, I'm Van der Beek. I'm handing in a transfer request yeah, now, mate. 100%. Bye. Get me out of here. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Go back to Ajax. Yeah, no. And just, yeah. No, it's, I think, I think next season will be a big season. If, if he doesn't get any game time next year, I think then he'll look to... And I think, but I think, this, listen, give, give, him, give him another season and see what he's like. Yeah, in but all fairness, when he's coming... The thing he's with him, though, the World Cup is next year. It's not like he's got a two-year period between tournaments. As it, I, I doubt he's been selected by Holland, no? He's been he's in the Holland team. No, yeah. he's in the Holland team. Yeah, but yeah. He, mate, he's a, he's a, he's a bit like Wijnaldum, oh. as in the fact, obviously, Wijnaldum does play for Liverpool and Holland, but Wijnaldum plays a different role for Holland 
and he's like a goal scorer and everyone like raves about how good he is for Holland. Van der Beek is one of Holland's most important players. Surprised me they picked him though. He's not getting any, but yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but he's he's one of you've got to remember why Man United bought him. He was he was playing for Ajax week in, week out as a 21-year-old. He was class. Smashing him. And and then all of a sudden he's come here and he's like, he's not even getting any game time. And it's like, well, this was one of the biggest talents in Europe. He was at a great level at Ajax, but it still felt like Man United just bought him just just because they did They bought him to stop anyone else getting him. Yeah. Yeah, but you say that though. The level ain't great, but he was playing at a good level, as in especially in the Champions League. league. They got to the semis, yeah. And he and he had obviously made it to the semis against you know Tottenham and whatnot. And he's playing for Holland a lot. So this and he's touted as a a proper talent. Yeah, they rate him, mate. Like, and I thought him going to Manchester United would would like propel him. And it's if anything, it's put him back. It's, yeah, it's put no. it backwards. It's and it's and it's tarnished his name a little bit. Like it, it's you know, finding it hard to, to fit him in. Definitely. I, again, I think he was a panic buy. We didn't really need that position, to be honest. Yeah. Here. Um. But I get. I think wait, wait to see next season. I think. I think next season's yeah. a massive season for him. I think I that hope, would be the hope, hope he does play for him. But um, yeah, no, it's, um, he did play. I was really impressed with him. And everyone really, yeah, just a decent, very good performance. Very good. I just, well, not very good actually, but it was, it was nice. It was considering I thought we was going to get beat because I thought we was going to rest the kids, we going to play the kids, rest them all. I thought, do you know what? Fair play to him for turning up and going to beat. I mean, Wolves are shit though. I'm sorry, fuck you know. No wonder Nuno jumps out there. I'm telling you, fuck you know. It's bad. They yeah, don't look great at all. Considering what they, what they were, they were a horrible team to play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, mo- moving on to your um, your next game. I want to talk about it. No, <laughs> I do. <laughs> what was it? Uh, so talk last night, penalties. the penalties was the most excitement throughout the night. It was. I oh, was set of penalties. I have to say that's the best set of pens I think I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, they were unbelievable. Oh, one. I, I, only only one. Only one was it. <laughs> Well, uh, um, no, to be fair, Luke Shaw's was fucking oh, as well. How that squeezed it, I don't know. Just yeah, there was, there's about three of them that the key, even Bruno's the keeper should have saved. Oh, that would have been magnificent if that cunt had missed it in the yeah. He bottled his skip. I don't understand why. That's what I was. I thought we'll see how important this skip is to him on this one. Where's the skip? No skip. So just where's fuck. the Oliver? I, 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 I want it. to ask you actually on him, Kyle, because. Earlier on in the season, midway through and whatever, people were raving about this fucking prick, saying he's better than De Bruyne and this, that and the other. Where's he at again in a big game? Like, I know we had a running joke early in it when, when we had all the other boys on the podcast and Spears used to say that he used to go missing um, unless he's playing against the, like, the bottom fucking eight teams or whatever. It's sort of coming to fruition, mate. Whenever you have a, an important game, he goes missing unless he gets a penalty. Well, but I, I was even looking at his stats really earlier. He's had nine penalties this season. Like you, you take away his penalties, he's not even in double-figure goals. No, but I just think that. that listen, you're good, good. He's top draw. But he's a very player. good player, but is he what people seem to rave no, about? He's he's man if you can man mark these players at the game, some if they should be. Yeah, you'd like to think they're good enough to 
to it's change no excuse. That. Teams teams put three players on Lionel Messi and he still bags at tricks. Yeah, but Bruno's not on that's that's a totally different level. Do you know well, what I mean? What they're saying he's better than De Bruyne, people. So no, I wouldn't yeah, say he's better, he's better than De Bruyne. I wouldn't better. say he's better than De Bruyne. Yeah, but, but De Bruyne is a... that's what I'm saying. People, that was the argument early in the season. That was nah, there was I'm polls and all sorts on all, all these now. platforms. No, he's he's as important to us as what De Bruyne yeah. is for City as such. Like you know, for us, he's literally. I'm not going to sit here and say he's better because he he's probably not. ain't to be honest here. But for us, he's so important. He's yeah. just like literally without him, we don't click, and that's why we don't protest. <laughs> but um. No, <laughs> but it was just. I think he just he, he had a very quiet game last night. But He's again, got I think more in games like that. Yeah, I agree. But be running that game. Do you know, do you know what annoys he, me? He's like, gone missing. You don't notice him the whole game. You don't see him. So it's a big game, and obviously, yes, he's getting man marked and whatever. But they're seventh in La Liga. He, yeah, but he ran. I, I watched him for a little bit last night, right? And he so he he went he went roaming a little bit. And he moved over to... Luke Shaw had the ball. And he moved over to the left-hand side of the pitch. And he literally made Luke Shaw pass him the ball two or three yards away from him. Just so that then he he could then play a ball that Luke Shaw could have played. Yeah. Just got on the ball. Just... I get it. He needs to move around the pitch and he wants to influence. But that, that ain't influencing. That's just literally like... Draft a defender out so Shaw can do that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was I don't know. I just I don't see that as, as arrogant, as, isn't it? Narcissistic. Look, oh, I'm the big man, give me the ball. Just give me the ball. Yeah. Something that Luke Shaw could have yeah. done. Is like, Luke is Luke Shaw in the England squad? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, he's one, yeah. playing up front instead of Patrick Bamford, apparently. I don't I don't understand the bloke's physique. Can someone explain to me fact? How... That's his physique. He's fat. Yeah, if he was fat, a yeah. Leeds, he's Leeds, fat, Leeds. he's skinny, he's finny. Leeds wouldn't... Tom. <laughs> we also have that turkey breast at Leeds. No, he, he couldn't. couldn't. Listen, he couldn't be fat. No. He, he's overweight, mate. He looks He looks like the sort of... I don't think he is. He's, just a bit he's fit. He's not unfit, but he's overweight. Yeah, he looks all... He's big boned. No, he's he big couldn't boned. be overweight. So why, why was his bones slimmer when he was at Southampton? Mate, he looks awful. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let him be overweight. They would, because oh, that club is a fucking shamble. Mate, look mate. at his physique. He looks... Yeah. There's, not, there's not many other footballers who've got that physique. He, he looks like... No, but he's still rapid. He he's still yeah, quick. That's what I'm he, saying. Yeah, but what would he be if he lost a stone and a half? He baffles me. He baffles me. No, but this argument was Mourinho didn't yeah, want... Because he, he, he wasn't fit enough. But yet he's he's come back even stronger and fitter. So what... But he don't look right. He don't... Yeah, but he is still overweight. He look, yeah, he's fit. He I'm not saying he's not fit. Uh, like, no, no. Greg, he is overweight. He is. He's he not overweight. He might be strong. Hang on, skinny. But he's overweight I, for a Premier League footballer at that no, level. He's I'll, overweight. I'll fight this. I'll fight this a little bit because why is he overweight? What? Because he's not skin and bone like a lot of other players. No. Have you looked at his physique? What is he muscular? Is he? Have you seen his hips? He's Shakira, bro. Have you seen under his fucking kit then? Well, well, don't take mate, a genius to work it out. He's wearing a skin tight kit with you could actually see it yesterday. There was a moment where yes, he got fouled and he was exactly. laying down and his shirt rode up. Nah, he's he had love handles. Yes, mate. that's what I'm saying. Not I'm not I'm not saying he's fat fat, but people carry different, bro. I got he never did. Why does he now? Because he likes a bit of pasta or something. Yeah, he likes his food. 
I'm telling you, if if, oh, if, Jones, Luke, if put it this way, if something like like Matty said, if Bielsa got older, Luke Shaw made the cunt lose yeah. a few kilos. He'd be the best different well. player. He's a different player. He's a lot. He's a lot fitter. That's for sure. Luke Ayling was trim as fuck, and Bielsa made him lose eight kilos. I'm not bothered about Luke Shaw's weight because in the, the day he's fit, he's fast, he's strong. He's he's fine for me. I don't. That, but I that, get, that's, I get what you that's mean. where your clubs. That's where your clubs gone wrong. It's fine. You, yeah. You've gone from ruling world no football to, can be he's ready, fine. Yeah. He's all right, stick him in. Fine shouldn't be shouldn't be good enough for Manchester United. Nah. Like, I fucking hate your club. But, <laughs> Do you? But for Manchester United, fine should be nowhere near good enough. No, but he's 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 probably one of the top left backs in the in the in the Prem. Yeah, but when he could be the best, that ain't good enough. It's not like he's playing like over and above what he should be to be where he's at. He could be better. It's, Oh, yeah, but so could everyone. No, they couldn't. You could say this. Mane could be better. Um, yeah, it could be better this season. But in general, Mane's been playing no, unbelievable but you could say to, oh, could be better. Pepe could be better. Everyone could be better. Leave Pepe out of it. Solskjaer has to get more out of these players. Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. I'm, that's yeah, that's, that's I, the I, point. Luke Shaw has to yeah. be better. He has to be in better shape, which would make him a better player. Marcus Rashford is an absolute waste of fucking air. I don't know what that guy. You know what? He's too I'm going to put it out there. Fucking kids. Then he needs to concentrate on what his actual job is. I wouldn't I even take him in the England squad. And, and you've got knobheads like Gary Neville putting him in team of the year because of what he's done off the pitch. It's not nicest bloke of the year. It's team of the year based yeah, on right. what they're doing in the football. Last night, time. last night was one of the worst performances I've seen of him. I mean, shit, mate. He actually done nothing, and I'm. Do you know what? I don't think he's shit. I think he's, he has had a he's had a he has had a bad season. Really, really. give him another year just, like that, Jonesy. He's over. nowhere near your side. Greenwood. No, I agree. I agree. And if we get Sancho, I'm thinking oh, Sancho yeah. left, Greenwood right, Cavani or whoever someone down the middle. Rashford's the English Federico Makeda then. Yeah, Delhi, Delhi part two. But, but Rashford was being yes. compared to him back. Rashford was being compared to him back a couple of years ago, or whatever. And I'm thinking. Fucking yeah. how the tables have turned now. Like, do you know what I mean? He was, he was on. I mean, listen, on his day, he can play well, but I just, he was lazy last night. He was, he was, I mean, it was just like, and you're playing on the left, but he just, he was, he was offside. about him now. Don't like his attitude. I've said this a few times. I don't know if I've said it on the pod or to someone, but I don't like the way he's been playing recently. He just looks disinterested. And What's he bought, and he, drank... if he puts fucking MBE on his shirt next season. That's <laughs> that's all he's fucking interested. Marcus fucking Rashford MBE. Play for And he dragged and he dragged Greenwood last night. And the Greenwood, I was shocked. And that's what I'm saying. Taking off Greenwood and Pogba. Twice the player. When you're trying to win a game, you take off Greenwood and Pogba. Yeah, Greenwood. Yeah, well done. What I've seen, I think he's a really. Yeah, good I think Greenwood's class is. act. Very good. And he, I, I think we're not going to see the best of him for another three, two or three years yet. But I think in two or three years, I think he's, yeah, we're going to have some player. He could be top level player. I just don't see him as a number nine, though. I still no. see him as that he's a winger. winger on the winger player. Yeah, wide. He's yeah. a winger. He could even become a 10, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. out wide, I think he, the big things could happen for him if he carries on. Yeah. No, I see. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see out wide as his best position. I think he should be in the middle. Dictating as a and pick, picking up pockets because Fagan, he's got, he's got two feet, just like everyone. But I mean, he can use them. <laughs> got two feet? That's a good. Yeah, yeah, just two feet. No, but he can use them. He can go either side. 
I think when he's out on the he left, those, he can use those feet, can't he? But we, you know, it's it's easy for a top left back to Not show him sure. to show him down the line. Top fat back. They, they don't give him the inside where he wants to obviously unleash his left foot. They just show him the line, so he he runs into he runs into like avenues. That he he then has to turn around and just pass the ball back to Wambasaka who can't cross. But if he's if he's in central, he can play one twos with people. He can then just either side bang bang as soon as he gets half a yard. I personally think he should go into the ten. Yeah, sort of players that he's a lot more subtle with what he he's not like a billion step overs like he, he no goal where he killed very quick feet Mings with just that little turn and yeah. then get in uh, one of the previous games and if wow. he's there, give him half a yard and he's got yeah. you're thinking yeah we have got him with a yard twenty yards out you're sort of sitting forward thinking yeah this this got a good chance of going in whereas other players you'd be like nah if he if he isolates the left back he's he's fucking unreal he'll take them on because they don't know where he's going. But when they double up on him and that, he, ha- he hasn't got electric pace where he can get past them and everything like that. He then relies on his brain. And if- that's why I just think he- he- he'd be more suited to being central in the pitch. I can see why you have that. I agree, yeah. I, I do agree. It's an no, I'd say, but they, they rate him. They, they say he's going to be a number nine, don't they? The, the well, club, but... Yeah, you've got Solskjaer who hasn't got a fucking clue what anyone is. So, well done. Um, let's move on. Well, let's move on to penalties. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on to the penalties then. What evening? What? Oh, I thought you meant move on completely. To no. <laughs> what, what was your? Thought? We've got it extra time now. We touched on it before we um before we come on air about about De Gea. As like for me, as a goalkeeper, you 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 go up and you take a penalty like how really did. You put your fucking laces through it. It's a goal kick with a net in front of you. And if you put your laces through it and fucking spank it... I just don't understand why he didn't do Chances are it's going to go in. Like, mm. it, And, like, Rooley's penalty was unbelievable. It ended up top bins, which... Unruly. I'm not saying he's, he's planned for it to go there, but he's just gone up and he's put his fucking foot through it. <clears throat> What's the Haya doing, thinking he's Sergio Aguero and I'm going to just fucking... Stroll up to this and bend it in bottom corner. Like you, I'm surprised you don't he didn't that. skip. I'm surprised. Oh, he should have done. He should have done. Should he? <laughs> he should have done the Bruno off. That would have been <laughs> hilarious. But but why yeah. isn't he just running up and smashing it down the middle? And if he misses, he misses. Just go well. No, I know. Sorry, and mate. I get that. Oh. I do get that. I think that goalkeepers again. There's only one way to take a penalty. Is that? But like don't, I said, to don't you, try and get clever. It, if no, no, I wouldn't do as a goalkeeper. But again, if, if he, <laughs> if um, if if the keeper dies the other way, you're we're we're thinking, how calm is that for a goalkeeper? Yeah, it's, it's a, fine. It's fine margins. It's fifty fifty with Pedro, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it is. Question for I you. I don't blame him. I do not blame him. Do you blame him so. for any of the saves? No, I don't. That, that, that yeah, how how's his stat getting on? By the way, it's not saved a oh, penalty no. in thirty six. Sure, surely Solskjaer's got to bring Henderson on though before yeah, penalty. That's what. That's what. Yeah, I look how small it. That's what I was going to ask Kyle. But not forget what happened last night before the game. Would you have picked Henderson over? No. Or no, no, but would you bring no. him on before the shootout, knowing his penalty record? That's quite smart. Is, yeah, but what team, is he? Oh, do you know, I, I don't even know his penalty record. Oh, what knowing De Gea's penalty record or knowing Hendo's? Both. Henderson say. I think Henderson say four out of his last twelve. 
the no, goalkeeper that would be the possible. I, I don't know the, the goalkeeping yeah. team. They would have known. Oh yeah, they would have known. They would have known the stats. They would have known that the Hay has not saved a penalty since 2016. They would have known that, that Dean Henderson's, you know, saved four out of the last twelve or whatever. They would have known that. So there's no one fault to say to to Oli Oli Gunnar. Maybe you should make this sub because. David De Gea can't save penalties. Can you can you imagine if they had he he had he made that change and Man United won? That's like legendary, isn't it? Mm. Bringing the keeper on for the pens and then he yeah. ends up reading it for you. Well, Tim, that, Tim, I, I, just, I just think that he's a he's a better goalkeeper, De Gea. So I I, I would have stuck with De Gea and I thought, well, I, but, yeah, Carl, but penalties is a different. It's a niche. Yeah, it's a different ball game. Oh, ah, yeah, like Willie Caballero is not as good as other goalkeepers. Yes, in but he's got a good penalty. He's a penalty goal saving goalkeeper. Yeah, Tim Cole, like oh, Tim Cole, he's known. He's known as a shot stopper, but but a shot stopper that can't save penalties. I don't get it. No, it's weird. Shit stopper. Did you see? Did you see with the penalties? Or was it me? Like there was like half-hearted attempts. You know the bit when they kind of go down on the floor and turn to the side like they tried. But that's just weak for me. Surely yeah. you've got to go whatever, wherever you're going rather than... Surely, surely you just pick right bottom right and corner. Yeah. I don't fuck what happens. I'm diving yeah, there. I'm going that way rather yeah. than... It's now over 40 penalties he's saved. He, he, he's faced without that's saving one. That's obscene. That's horrendous. Dean Horrenderson. <laughs> yeah, nice. But, yeah, but... I just think Henderson's presence in a goal as well is not... He's small and he... Yeah, that's why he saves less penalties. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't hey, know. He, I'm not being I, funny. You could have bought Lee Grant and he probably would have had a better chance. He would have. He probably scored, isn't he? He would have had more chances. <laughs> nah, listen, I don't, I don't blame De Gea. I just to think be one fair, it's easy to blame. You'd have been better off putting Pogba in the net. No, we're not. And hoping he scored his penalty. We're not blaming. We're just putting the. We're just putting it out there. As yeah. In, no, but it's, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy to criticise the one that misses, isn't it? We've all done it. No, we we're, not, we're not blaming him I've for missing. We're blaming. Right. We're blaming him for not saving. Like it's a poor record. Yeah, but a penalty favours the 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 one the striker, the one who's taking the penalty. We've yes, come to a conclusion, Greg. They're happy being mediocre now. Man United. Thirty six. Thirty six attempts. Are you telling me that he's? He's fine. That's all they need now. He's fine. <laughs> he's, he's fine. <laughs> Moving on. Gone are the days of your Schmeichels and your fucking Cantona. Fine. 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 Right. fine. We'll move on. Fine. We'll move on. <laughs> and now we're going from uh, Manchester, you fine, Ted. Um, we, we will move on and we will Thank go you. for our baller and donkey. Oh, shit. Of, of I, haven't even thought, I haven't even thought about this. Oh. I generally haven't. So, it was in the PDF, Matty. I'm sorry, I didn't read up on today's document. Fellas. We'll start with you, Dave. Yeah, don't start with me. <laughs> what, <laughs> what we first start with right, All right, yeah, we'll start with Donkey, Dave. Um, who did I have? I had um, Schmeichel. Oh, oh yes. Punched the yeah. ball into his own net at the most crucial time, well, apart from the FA Cup, the <laughs> most crucial time in the... In the season, I mean, he had a blinder in the FA Cup final. Um, fair play there, but then final game, he just fucked it for him, really, because that that sent they were looking good for the wind, Leicester, until he did that, and then it just downward spiraled from that 
from that from that point. And they, they yeah. in Champions League, but you think FA Cup and you've got in the Champions League football, certain players of a certain level be looking, thinking, shit, these these lot are, are here to stay, and, and now they're they're not. They're, they're, don't get me wrong I'd, I'd love to be where Leicester are right now um, but it, they've just not taken that step up in my opinion again they're sort of still they are making progress as a club obviously but it, it's just just that mistake has just killed them when that this season could have been unbelievable for them so yeah donkey donkey <laughs> um, Greg who's yours um yeah, I mean, it was close to being Dave Pulicueta, but... Um, <laughs> Dave Pulicueta. Yeah, I, do you know what? I didn't want to do it because he's... I really like Cassius Michael and, I, you know, he had a, he had a, did have a good FA Cup final and that, but just when they needed him the most, just to... Been... He normally catches as well. This is what annoys me. He's He's... He's not one of these keepers that normally punches. He catches, and yet he went for it, and it was pony. What's he doing? Pony, your boa. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to set as a foul as well, didn't he? Tried to blame like. Well, yeah, yeah. goalkeepers automatic. I mean, you've only got to stand next to him, and they're they're saying ref foul, foul. Um, but yeah, Casper, sorry, mate. Jonesy. Well, I was going to go Leicester, to be fair, just for botting it for two years on the spin. But because of the two Caspers, I'll just go with Casper. Not the friendly go, Steve. <laughs> well, you've literally just copied yeah. me because I had Leicester down <laughs> as mine. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go Leicester then. I, didn't, I just didn't think... I, yeah, I'd be honest, I, didn't, I, I didn't know if we could keep picking teams. You know what I mean? I thought it was meant to be a player of some sort. What you want, mate? Well, I'll go with my original then. I'll go Leicester. Right. So we got... Well, we got two for Leicester and two for Casper Schmeichel. So, um, Matty, over to you, mate. He feels oh, like Simon Cow here, didn't he? He's like the Simon Cow boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean... Go I to the audience! Go to the On the whole, I don't think you can just blame Schmeichel. I'll, I'll go with Leicester, to be honest. Get in there. Team. It's a team effort, and they monumentally fucked it up. He it up. Well done, Lester. Absolutely pony Dorigo, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of time for that. <laughs> I thought you might like that one. <laughs> um, well, we'll stay with you, Boyle. Have you got your bowler? There's only one possible bowler. You Joe can't pick him. him. Joe Willock? You can't pick Joe him. Willock, yeah, he's, he's a goonie. Real, you can't mate. pick him. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Seven in seven. Come on. And did you see his tricky little run? I mean, yeah. I'm not even going to speak about it anymore. Joe Willock, mate. It'd be good to get him back next year for you boys, really. I don't see him. I just don't see where he fits into our no, style of play. I think at a club like Newcastle, no disrespect, I think he shines in a team like that. I, I don't at Arsenal, yeah. I just see him being a bit part player. Slaughter me if I'm wrong. Seven in seven is a, an amazing statistic in terms of goal return. And fuck me, we're crying out for a player who could score seven and seven because Aubameyang didn't. Um, but yeah, I don't see him. I don't see his future at Arsenal. Mm. I don't. I don't know yeah. why. I just don't see it. Fair play. He's done brilliant at, at the Jordies, isn't he? You got to give him that. Yeah, he's done very well. Um, I'm going to go in next, and I'm going to go with Sergio Aguero. Ah. Oh. Um, 
he's a he's a legend, isn't he? He's a Premier League legend, and to come on and sign off your Premier League career how he did with two goals. That do found the first one off the outside of that boot was fucking beautiful. It was just so so calm and just so easy. It was just oh just yeah, just stroke that in, should I? Yeah, brilliant. I, I love the man. So um yeah, I'm gonna go Sergio Aguero. Um, Greg. Yeah, uh, Aguero's he is the obvious one for me, but do you know what? I've slated him and slated him and slated him. I'm, I'm gonna go Pepe. Hey, Wendy is better than him. He's, oh, he's better. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he's just found a bit of form lately, and I think that's the Pepe that they probably thought they should have had the whole time. Fuck knows what was going on before and whether he's just finding his feet. I don't know, but if if he can if he can carry on like that, there's a player there. I think that. I think I'm gutted the season ended when it did because he was he was the main man. Mm. I can't we, believe how bad Aubameyang is, like in all aspects. His movement, he just Barnet. signed that deal. He, yeah, <laughs> there is that, yeah. Ever since he signed that deal, he's just been muck. Yeah, you've got to hope that Pepe comes back. <laughs> he comes back on the same form. Mm. But he's helps just being given a run of games instead of keep sort of mixing it up and, and he's finally Valeria didn't help the situation finally <laughs> just, he finally deaded off fucking William and, and yeah. we looked a better team for it finally fucking right. de- defeat with him and then Pepe <laughs> in the games he's been, been um, Jonesy who's your bowler of the week yeah, well, me and you have gone pretty similar. We've all just been similar. We've gone the same, man. I promise you, we didn't arrange this, guys. But, um, yeah, do you know what? It was between pretty Pepe and Aguero, but Pepe's got a chance of winning again next year. We're never going to... Aguero's never going to get it again. And do you know what? Again, even though he's a rival, what a... He's, for yeah. me, Plus. for me personally, mm-hmm. he's probably the best striker that we've ever had in the Prem. I know it's a big... I, I just think he's, he's fucking up, class. He's... I've, yeah, what a player. And again, it just—it was nice. I want, it should have got the Hattie, really, but I wanted him to get oh, a Hattie. Yeah. Just, it would have been, but just to get a couple, yeah. No, I love the bloke, really. What a striker! Yeah, he's a sorry to see him go. To be honest, I think that's a free horse race between Shearer, Aguero, and Henri, the top top three, and all very different players, even Completely though they're different. Players. Yeah, you wouldn't mind that as your front three, though, would you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Shearer could have been couldn't You'd have to have Henri and Aguero out wide. <sighs> Yeah, um, Dave, who's yours, mate? Yeah, Aguero. Um, same reasons. The, the goals he scored were really good in that game, regardless of anything that's gone before or anything. Just, uh, to, but then, yeah, obviously throwing it in the mix is his last game. I think he, he nabbed the record, didn't he? For, like, most goals. Yeah, so he, he nabbed the record there as well, just before leaving, and... Like you say, he has put himself... Everyone's going to have their own opinion on who's the best ever in the Prem, but he's put himself in that conversation of the top handful easily. And, yeah, something, someone that all the, the neutrals could, could always enjoy watching. Yeah, no, he's, he's, definitely, um, he's definitely in the conversation, the guy, 100%. But, um, yeah, so that confirms it anyway. Donkey of the week is Leicester City and baller of the week is Aguero! 
had to do it just just for old time's sake. <laughs> oh, don't it still gives me oh I hate it. I hated that moment. We'd won what? it. We'd fucking won it. It was ours. Well, <laughs> to Phil Jones' face. Brilliant. Yeah, so so well done, Sergio. Thank you for all the all the all the years really in the Premier League. He's been yeah. superb. Even as a neutral. Sure, what a guy. Great to watch him over the years. So let's move on to Baller and Donkey of the season. So I was going to go based on who's won the most ballers and who's won the most donkeys, but there isn't a unanimous in either. So we're going to, we're going to put it to vote. So um, we will start with you, Greg, with you can pick which one you want to start with, either baller or donkey. What do you want to go with? Um, baller, we're finished on donkey. Right, okay, so baller ball of the season. Who, who's yours, mate? Oh, oh. I thought he was going to read a list out to us. Who is it? <laughs> Foden. Foden. Absolute. This is this was his year. He's just cemented. Elevated. His yeah, his talent is world class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not half bad, is he? Now, obviously, there's there's other players that have just had unbelievable seasons and whatnot, but he's he's announced himself to the world. That's why I'll I'll put him up there for baller of the season. Yeah, no, that's a good shout, mate. Um, Kyle, I've got the same really, and I I can't think of anyone. So this and this baller and this baller ain't got to be one. Foden has not even won our baller of the week, is he? He did win it on our pod. He has, has won ball of the week, yeah. Oh, he has won one yeah. for us, is he? Yeah, I've got to go. I've got to go Foden, really. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair, it's a fair point, mate. We'll go with that. Pencil him in. Now, mine. I would love to vote for any of my boys because. I think, Stuart, I think Stuart Dallas off the radar. I think, oh, oh, yeah. I think he's a great shout. Mm. Um, yeah. for, for someone who's played so many positions and thrived in all of them, I think he's a great call. But for me, for the influence that the person's had on his team, I'm going to go Ruben Diaz. Bruno. Oh, if it's going to have Bruno. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> um, Alison for his header. Yeah. I'm going to go Ruben Diaz. I yeah, just think he's sure. been the he's been the catalyst behind City's upward curve. So um yeah, he he's my um baller of the season. Um Dave. I want to give a mention, same as you. I can't you can't obviously vote for your own player, but to be fair, he wouldn't he wouldn't have won it anyway. But I want to give a mention to to Saka for his someone of his age to be the most important player for us. Um I know we've fallen short this year, but a club of our stature, to, for a young kid to be the most important player that the team's literally dragged the team at times. Pepe's done all right in patches and other players have done all right in patches, but he has literally dragged the team from beginning to end of the season. So he deserves a mention. But yes, it's, it's Foden for City to have the season they've had with those players and to be probably their best player through the whole year. 
at his age and you just look at what he's won at his age and he doesn't even have any hint of this smugness or arrogance that some of these other players have got who ain't done half of what he's done. So he, he looks like he's at the beginning of being an absolute legend. Yeah. Great player in the making, him, for sure. Well, that that secures it anyway, Matty. Foden's got, got three votes, so regardless of who you vote for, it's not going to affect the outcome, but who's your um, who's your baller of the season? Likely, I could never bring myself to vote for him, given the rivalry, but I really, I'm sitting here nearly crying even having to say this, but Harry Kane's got to get mentioned. The geezer was finished top scorer, top assists, and none of you have even mentioned his name. Whether that's personal preference, I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan and I'm saying that. He deserves a mention. He carries that team season on season. And if they didn't have him, they'd be in the bottom half of the league. Facts. They would, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think because of where they finished, yes, that's what takes him out of the equation for me. Yeah, but I mean, personal. Moving, moving on to Manchester City, I mean, fuck me. If they get Harry we can all just kiss any, anyone, any one of you lot's teams that are near the top of the league, i.e. Kyle and Greg, you can kiss any title goodbye. Because if he goes to Man City, they're going to dominate for years. That's 23 goals and 14 assists in that Tottenham team. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do when he's got Foden and fucking <laughs> Joyner spraying balls into him? I mean, fuck me. Who knows? But I'm, I'm the same opinion of you, Terry. I think Man City have been crying out for the stellar centre-back for a while now. They've got the pairing wrong quite a few times like you said you hit the nail on the head catalyst for the success he's their new Vincent company yeah yeah absolutely so yeah he he would be my baller of the season yeah well fair play well City all, all, all over boys but um, yeah Phil Foden gets baller of the season thoroughly deserved really he's been brilliant um, we'll move over now to, to donkey of the season I'm going to start us off um and I'm going to go with Alexander Mitrovic. I think for the player he's been for Fulham in their, their march towards the Premier League, they had a lot of weight on his shoulders coming into the division to, to score the goals to keep him up. And he's not once turned up. He's just... He might as well not be in their squad. Like he, He's just shown so little effort and get up and go and the lack of goals and towards the end of the season minutes really sort of show that. And um, I think with a fire in Mitrovic, it could have been the difference between them staying up and going down. So, um, yeah, for, for me, uh, Alexander Mitrovic. Um, Dave. Tough one, really. Um I mean, I know I came Joel Linton um, before, but I mean, at times he looks like he's doing the best he can. He's just not very good. He's trying. Leave him alone. But um, he plays down Richardson Evans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to put it on someone for being the the donkey of the whole season. But I mean, from obviously most of the games I've watched have been Arsenal games, and one guy who's just I've just hated watching him play is is. Chabayos. I know he's on loan, but he, I just, the amount of times we've we've played him and never have played ineffectual player who, when we got him, was supposed to be all right or whatever. And he's just got worse and worse with every game. And I don't know if we're counting 
European games in this, but there has such several mistakes that have led directly to goals that are some of the worst <laughs> mistakes you'll see. And he he's done them like in consecutive games. The ones in the Europa League were shockers. <laughs> Because we were like, we got like, through in spite like, of him. Not one mistake, two mistakes, like fucking three games in a row to come. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on this. <laughs> and looking geezer. Matty's in a gold DT on us. Oh, yeah. mate, he is put. Uh, so, yeah, it, him really, I might, he might not be the most standout for some, but for me, he's the person who's just killed me all year watching him. <laughs> <laughs> so to Boyle's fucking fair play. Um, well, Boyle, as you've got your back up, who, who's yours? Um, I don't really, I don't really have one. Is the truth? Someone for me to to call someone the worst player of a season is is really difficult. I'm I'm generally going to have to pass because I don't. Fuck I don't, off! Get them splinters out your ass. I don't. I don't. I don't. Tobias would be up there. But I just don't want to follow. I don't want to say it because Dave said it. I, I generally don't have someone who I think he's been shocking all season. No, I generally don't. I've got three. Have you? <laughs> Take one of Kyle. Um, <laughs> well, go on then, Kyle. Um, yeah. No, well, I've, the, I've, it is a toss-up. I'm. A, it's pretty. Hammers Rodriguez only because one, he started the season so well and fucking was. He was like, oh, he's the next best thing, and then he's gone to shit. He literally has gone to absolute shit. But I haven't gone for him. Then I've also got Timo Werner. I thought, do you know what? Again, you've not had the worst season, but you was bought in to score yeah. these goals and you fucking, you haven't. But I've got to go with Eric Dyer just because oh, he's been a calamity a of a season. Like, that's again, you've played your way out of the England team. You've been an absolute calamity. So, yeah, pretty dire. I like that. That is a bloody good shout. Um, Greg, who's yours? Matty, we might need to come to you as the, yeah, you as can. the, the decider. I am thinking about it very hard. I'm just trying to get an overriding thought in my head about who it's going to be. Yeah, come back to me. Greg? Uh, I had I had a little short list of three, and he's taken two. Werner and Eric Dyer. Who's but your third? Eh? Who's your third? Van Dyke, he's been gone missing all year. He's been <laughs> fucking awful. What's he done? All <laughs> he's he's gone with Wally somewhere. Um, you can chuck chuck Lampard in this and all. No, no, I've I've gone. <laughs> I've gone for Deli Alley. Oh, oh, good one. Mm. Now, he, I loved him. I thought what a player he was a few what years a ago, and fucking. <laughs> when we he went to Tottenham over Liverpool and that really fucking pissed me oh, off. Oh, here I we thought, go. That's why he's really chosen. No, no, no. But I thought there's a player. He's a youngster. He had no fear about him. He was box to box. And he's a bit like what... And this is why I said Rashford is Delhi part two because Delhi is now not doing anything anywhere near what he was. He strolls about. He doesn't even... Oh yeah, he's grown his hair. But he he used to be up and down, up and down. He used to go in behind, and that's where he got a lot of goals from. Doesn't even do that anymore. And this is where Rashford is heading down the same path. Doesn't do anything. Thinks he's got fucking God-given right that he's a great footballer because he's got a fucking MBE. It's not happening. Unless they change their ways, 
they are never going to be to the level they were two years ago, three years ago, touted as prodigies. And the fall from grace for Devi Ali has been something that I've not seen in a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and he and he. It's hot. He disappoint. It's disappointing, mate, because it is. He's a player. There's a player that has been in there, and mm. it don't look like he's coming back. I don't care about it. He's had a. He's had a couple of half decent games at the back end of this season. No, that ain't. That still ain't Deli Ali. Yeah. So, good call. Unless he does something drastic over the summer and comes back, a new well, Delhi. Well, Poch might be going back. New Delhi. Yeah. <laughs> That's the episode name. <laughs> uh, he's finished. He's finished. He's, he's totally... Right on fast. Yeah. He's thrown the googly in. New Delhi is killed. At the pavilion end. Fucking brilliant. Right, so, so Matty, as it stands, we've got one vote for four different players. We've got Mitrovic, New Delhi, <laughs> Eric, Eric Dyer, and Ceballos. You know what? If if I picked all, all of them, there would be a shout. There'd be a case. Ceballos is up there. He is. He's really walking on. A tightrope. Fucking ice, my pedigree chum. I don't. I, f- I just you don't the, get them. You've got the choice of two fucking rival shit cunts. So it's yeah. come on. Well, I mean, I just. I don't, <laughs> Dave will. Dave will verify this because he watched Sabias as much as I do. <laughs> what What is this business in the prem? Right, you do get time when you have ball at the back, unless you're some teams that like to press really high. This geezer, I'm confused as to what player he is. He's not a centre midfielder. In my opinion, he was always play behind the striker because that's where he played before we bought him. All of a sudden, he's coming to pick the ball up off the back four. And it's all like hurried. It's like Cobra Kai. Like it's all quick and like, what's going on here? Just calm the fuck down. Like, why are you rushing for? You've got time and space. And the amount of mistakes that he made, fucking hell, man. I've seen, I've seen it before. We're, we're going to have to rush you for an answer. We're going to have to rush you for an answer, Matty. Oh, this is so tough. This is so tough. But if if I had to call one, it would be Dyer. I think Ooh. it would have to be Eric Dyer. He's shit. Simple. But hey. Sabios, my pedigree chum, you ran him very close, my friend. Ran him extremely close. Well, that, that crowns our, our baller and donkey of the season, boys. So, baller of the season is Phil Foden, who could crown it with, uh, when fingers crossed he does, with a Champions League trophy uh, on the Great weekend. And um, donkey of the season is Eric Dyer. So, uh, yeah, I'm quite happy with that because I think he's a fucking dreadful footballer. Special um, shout out to New Delhi, though. Yeah, that's Pretty fantastic, cool. that. Pray, pray, pray I mean, for New Delhi. Be a, a New Delhi. <laughs> right. So now, boys, now we move on to crown our winner of our predictions league. Oh, nerve season. Spence. So, <laughs> as you recall, I went against the grain because I was bottom. Oh, he loves it. So I had to go completely against the grain with all the predictions this this week. 
He's won it by one point. And I have won it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> In order to make up make up numbers, and it, it didn't come off. Um, so yeah, I, I only got the four points this week, and it was the two games where I didn't go against the brain, which was Leeds West Brom and Liverpool Palace, took two points each. So I ended up bottom of the league on fifty five points. The pod host go finishes bottom. What's going on there? All the work I put in and. So going into the, the final week, Kyle and Dave were dead level. Um joint third on the same amount of points. So as it ended up, Kyle got four games with the correct result which would lend him to have eight points. Ace one. He always has a British winner. Going into the last game of it, which was Wolves-Man United on our list, Dave also had eight points. And he got that one right. Where Kyle went for a Wolves win against Man United, Dave went for Man United to win. So Dave got two points there. Against So (laughs) Dave, Kyle ended up in fourth. (laughs) With 60 well points. Done, Dave. <laughs> and Dave ended up in third with 62 points. Oh, my Lord. Now, this is where it gets interesting. So, <laughs> going into the last game of the season, Matty was on 60 points and Greg was on 64 points. So, he had a four-point head start on him. And I'm going to call these out in the order that we predicted them. So, the first game was Palace-Arsenal. Ended up 3-1 to Arsenal. I went for a draw, I think. Boyle went with one all, so come up with nothing. Yeah. Greg went with 2-0 Arsenal, so he's got two points. So, he's now got a six-point head start. Yeah. I love this game. The next one... (laughs) I love this game. The next one was Burnley-Liverpool. So it ended Liverpool 3, Burnley 0. Greg went with Liverpool 2, Burnley 1. Matty went with Liverpool 1 0. So they both get two points. It's still a six point advantage yeah. to Greg. Next game, Arsenal 2, Brighton 0. Greg went with a Desmond. So he's gone 2 all. So he's come up dry on that one. Matty went with Arsenal 2, Brighton 1. So he's got two points. So it's back down to a four-point advantage, which is where we started. Zero. The next game was Leeds United 3, West Brom 1. Greg went with Leeds United 3, West Brom 0. Led him to two points. With two minutes left of that game, that was the scoreline. It ended up 3-1. Matty went 3-1. Fuck so Matt... Matty has got five points there, so he's made the three points back. So he's only one point in it now. <laughs> close, close. Then Liverpool two, Palace nil. Greg's gone with Liverpool three one. Matty's gone with Liverpool four one. So you both level on that. Yeah. Two points apiece. There's still one point to Greg. Last game. Wolves one, Man United two. <laughs> Greg's gone with Wolves nil, Man United two, which got him two points. Matty, call it right. 
Matty went with Wolves 1, Man United 3. So you got two points as well. So Greg only won by one point. in. Wow. Oh. Well done. Matty, you took him close, mate. You got 13 <laughs> points last game. And, uh, and Greg got the 10. So he had a four-point head start. So he beat you by one point. How's so it gone down to that? Jesus Christ. So, so, boy, you ended on 73 and Greg ended on the 74. So, Greg, well done, mate. Well done, Greg. You've won the in- inaugural Predictions League, mate. Trophy. Oh, nice. If we meet up, trophy, please. Yeah, we'll we sort something out on that. But <laughs> how close was that? Fucking unlucky, you, Matty. You get an extra chicken fire. <laughs> fuck me, I won't if you're coming round. Jesus Christ. I'm not sitting near you anywhere ever again, my friend. You you don't get one, you finish second. You, you get a, <laughs> well, what are you getting then? A biscuit? <laughs> you get my second you get my second hand bug roll. A soggy biscuit. A side sauce. Yeah, you, you get to share my dip with me. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Just, just, yeah, it was um that brings the season to an end anyway, boys. We will um We'll do a few episodes during the Euros. Uh, and I'd like to do a few during the, the post-season where, when transfers start coming through, news-wise, and get our reaction on them and, and, and whatnot. But um, before we sort of end this, just want your predictions on where you think England will get to in the Euros. Um, <laughs> I'm including you, Matty, but I want, I want your where Scotland will end up as well. Um, so we'll start with you actually, Matty. Where, where do you think Scotland, like, what, what do you think will happen with them in, in the Euros? It's, diff- it's, it's, a difficult, it's difficult to say because anything for us could be a bonus, even a, a point. I mean, if we get a point in the first game, I think, we're, I think we're being very much underestimated, which I think could be a mistake, especially with, I'm not saying he's a world-class striker, but We've had Lyndon Dykes up top and then you bring in Che Adams, who's a Premier League striker and has scored goals at that level and looks decent from what I can see at that level. So, honestly, Terry, I I, I don't know. I'd be shocked if we made it out of the group, if I'm being fair, but I I generally don't know. I think we could surprise. I just don't know. Wales Mark two. Who knows? You You never know, do you? No. You got to be in it, which we are. Just yeah, we just about got in it. But I think England have got a lot to prove in this in this tournament. They can't keep bottling it time and time and time again. It depends if yes, man, Gareth picks the right side, doesn't it? Well, so, he hasn't. Well, I mean, the first eleven is yeah, it's a tough call for him. He, he, you've got so many good players. He won't even pick the right first eleven though. You got you've got so many good players to choose from. So, where, where do you think England will end up? Quarter final. Do you really? I wouldn't be shocked if they went one further. I don't see them winning it at all. Um, but yeah, I think quarter. I think quarter final will be England. Yeah, quarter final for me. Fair point, Dave. Where will England end up? Semis. I think. I think we've got enough quality in there where we can have a bad game and someone will do something to get us over the line. But... Well, you've definitely got that in Bowden. Yeah, I just don't... I I don't know if we're missing just a little bit of experience. The nous for the end of the tournament. Um, You come up against someone like a France 
going to be very difficult to get past them. I mean, Belgium. It's just it's just one of them ones. When you're if you're saying, can I see us at, in the summer winning a tournament? It's like none of us have ever seen that in our life. So it it's hard to see. Battle that. of Tournois. Oh my god! Um, yeah, so it's hard to sit. I'd love it, um, but I don't know. My gut feeling is just saying semis. I don't know if it, this might be a, a sort of breakthrough for certain players this tournament, but we won't quite have enough. And then the next one is the one where we can actually do something. But semis, I reckon. Fair point, Jonesy. No, oh, I'm just gonna fry the final. All give right. us a give us a day out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Greg. Final. Wow. Hmm. Greg's having a big think about this one. I don't know. It... Like you said, it all depends on who gets Southgate. I just. Do you want me to I, go I with mine while you're thinking? If we, well, no. I'll, I think we've had such a good. We do. We always do it. We have such a good qualification. We big them up. We big them up, and then we'll come up against a, a, a top team somewhere, and we won't be able to do it. Quarter final. Quarters. I'm going to say that we get knocked out around the round of sixteen. I think we finished second in the group because we always seem to falter somewhere in the group stage and I think it'll be the first game against Croatia. I think he'll pick a negative side and I think they'll end up sneaking one by us and beating us. Um, and then going into that Scotland game, you're panicking then. You know what I mean? I think we, I think we get through the group. I think we get through in second place. And then... I don't know if you've seen who we face if we finish second yeah, in the group. Who do you get? Who would you get? You face the winner of the group between France, Germany, Portugal and Hungary. So whoever wins that group, you face if you come second. So whoever wins that group beats us. That's my prediction. I think we come second in the group and then get knocked out. I wouldn't fancy England's chances against And France. if we come first, who do we... We, if we come first, we face the runner-up in the group of Spain, Sweden, Poland, and Slovakia. That's our only hope. Yeah. But let's but let's have it right with the with with the talent that England have. Even if exactly agree with all the players that he's picked. Blah should, blah blah. We've you've got to win your group. You have to win the group, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should win. You you should win this group. You should win the group. Yeah, but we should should have won so many groups in so many tournaments. But it's a Wembley one today. I remember being in that group stage with fucking who was it? Um, where we got knocked out in in the World Cup, the one where Rooney was having a win. Slovakia, oh, Slovenia, Costa Rica, Costa Rica. It was like behave. You know what yeah. I mean? So sure. yeah, there, there's group stages. Well, look, yeah, that was the one when Italy, Uruguay, Costa Rica, and we finished bottom of the group. And then Italy were third. <laughs> Uruguay and Costa Rica went through. Wow. But we've done it so many times. I just, I can't, we never win the group. We never, we never comfortably get through a group stage. Like it's always, there's always moments in the group stage where you think, fucking hell, what are we doing? 
Like so, and and I think we're going to have their moment, especially playing Scotland. It wouldn't surprise me if Scotland beat us. I'd, well, obviously, you'd, you'd love to eat your words, and I would love to love. No, to I wouldn't. I hope they go out in, in the group stage because they didn't but, beat Manford. So I hope they get knocked out in the group stage, and Southgate gets the fucking tin tack because he's an incompetent cunt. <laughs> That's what I hope. Genuinely, I actually hope. It sounds ridiculous. I in a way, hope Phillips isn't fit enough to go because then I feel no obligation to cheer on that team because I hate all of the players that aren't lead players. So if Phillips ain't Not there, I, I can hand on my heart, cheer on every fucking team that plays against England. So I'm club over country all day long. Like, that's I always have been. So, Most people are, to be honest. Yeah, so it wouldn't bother me one iota if a load of Man United and fucking Chelsea players get knocked out of a group stage. Oh, I'd be gutted. So, um, yeah, I hope that happens. And then we get a fucking manager in who knows how to manage some good footballers because we've got a lot of good footballers. Yeah. And this geezer, who isn't even fit enough to manage Middlesbrough, how, like, just, yeah. no, sorry. That, that is what's always let us down over the years, is the quality of, of management and tactics in charge of the England teams. Even if we do get far, we could play a side that, is not on paper got anywhere near as much talent, but they'll have a manager who knows how to organise them, knows how to basically do what Villarreal did to Arsenal and to Man United. Yeah. Less, maybe less quality players or players who were good but are slightly past it, like Modric for um, Croatia, but they're set up in a way that just gets a result. And we always look a little bit amateurish with our, with our tactics and, uh, and approach. I just think... Oh, Go and get yourself a Rafa Benitez. We always do it though. We we all we're decent against the lower teams. As soon as we come up against a big team, we seem like we don't know how to win it. Yeah. The mm. only time that I would say in my lifetime watching England convincingly actually trounced two top teams You're is England team. Germany. England Germany five one. When you beat oh Spain. yeah, and Spain away. Yeah, when you smash Spain. Funny yeah. enough. And surely Holland in Euro 96. Yeah, oh, 96. Yeah, Euro 96. Funny but, enough, I watched that document. I was watching a documentary about Sergio Ramos last night on Prime, and it showed that game where England took them to town because he got ruined in that game by Sterling. Yeah. Pistol. Apart over. from that, we big teams we freeze. Mm. It's got to change, surely. So it's got to change at some point. Oh, it hasn't, hasn't changed in what 60 no, odd years. So I, I know. What are you lot thinking is the, the ideal scenario in terms of what sort of what does he go with in the mid? I think the midfield is a big call for England. The back, there isn't a great depth there, to be honest. He's got pro he's got competition in the in the wide areas. With with the attacking talent we've got, yeah. he needs to play two holding players. That's it. So gonna, who do you think he's going to play? Not who you want to play. Who do you think he's going to play? Rice and who else? Rice and Phillips, Phillips they're fit. Like Phillips. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think that's who he should play. And I think that's yeah. amazing. I think, I think he'll play Henderson. If Henderson goes, he's fit. he'll play Henderson over Phillips. And I don't want him to do it, but he I, will. Trust I me, actually, he will. To be honest, I actually do agree with Kyle. I think he should play Henderson and, and um, Rice and Phillips, but I think he'll play Henderson and, and Rice. Who do you think he's going to go at right back? Who do you think you'll go with? Right. Kyle Walker. I Kyle think you've got to go Walker. For, well, he might me, even go with, with, with the with the Trent ain't going. With no Trent, Trent ain't going to go. With the two holding midfielders, it frees us up to have attacking fullbacks. 
Um, it would actually be perfect for someone like Trent, but he, he's not going to. And it, to be honest, it's hard to not pick Kyle Walker as your first choice right back. But and then you you go for me, you go with Chilwell because I think he's better going forward than than Shaw. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'd, I'd go with like your, your front three ahead of um, Rice and Phillips. Of I'd go Mount. Sancho and Foden, and then Kane ahead of them. I mean, just with the names that you've mentioned there, that, that that's good enough to fucking put the Frighteners up any team. It's good enough to win a tournament. Of course it is. But with the way that he will set them up, even if he picked hey, that team, he'll, the way he set them be, up, he won't win the Mount tournament. has had a great season. I think it'll, be, it'll, be Sterling, it'll be Sterling and Rashford either side of Kane. 100% yeah, that's what it'll that's be. What I think he'll do. Yeah. 100% it will. It'd be Sterling and Rashford and Foden in the 10. But for me, Foden's better coming off of a wide position. I'd have Mount in the 10 for his work rate as well. Yeah. I'd have Foden drifting in from, from a wide position and Sancho doing the same off the opposite side and they can switch. On form, Mount should play all day. Has to play. Yeah. But he won't. But he probably won't. Greedish. Yeah, he's, oh, he's, oh, he's oh, unfortunate. He's been, he's been, he's been injured. Otherwise, I think he could have been first. Yeah, down. he'd have been a shoe in, but he ain't. So, yeah. Matty, Matty, who from a Scotland point of view, then who do you, what do you think would be the strongest England side? Like, what would you hate to see basically lining up against you? Like, what, what would you say? What you Patrick mean? Bamford, <laughs> England, England lineup, starting lineup. I mean, f- for me personally. I would have what would scare the shit out of me is having Foden in the ten. Um, I know Terry says he prefers him in the wide position. I just think he run he runs it if he's in the ten. Uh, and if you had Sterling and Sancho either side, and then you have Kane, it's hard to leave Mount out. I do agree, but if you're asking me who to pick between Mount and Foden, I'm going to pick Foden all day long, to be honest. And you'd go with Sterling, would you? I think I, th- I think yeah I, I I think you know what I think I think Sterling would play I, I've just got a feeling that Sterling would do would do well in this tournament if he plays I know he hasn't particularly been lighting the prem on fire but I I would I would play him especially against Scotland I, I, I would have him and him and him on one side Sancho on the other side and Kane in the middle if you ask me my opinion the middle players again I would have Rice and Phillips I would say that's probably the best combo but I think the back four is massively up for debate in terms of the fullback position I wouldn't have Shaw I'd would, I would probably pick Chilwell over Shaw and yeah Kyle Walker would yeah I would say Kyle Walker would start and then that leaves the centre-backs is Maguire going to be fit enough? No and then you've got a real problem there because Stones walks into the team anyway I think I go Stones and Ben White yeah I think no. White's got to be He's got to be up there, surely. But it's, it's going to be Stones. Stones. It's going to be Mings. Stones and Mings. Be. Yeah. It'll be Stones and Mings. It will be. Mings is... Nah. Shit. Yeah, I've heard Villa fans on TalkSport last night going, how the fuck's Esri Conter not ahead of him in the England call-up? Yeah. yeah. Why, is Stone, why is Mings anywhere near? Like, that's Villa fans. Yeah, that's their own side. Like, yeah. That says it all. That says it all. Mm. Like, it's, it's one... For me, I would... You have Stones and White there. They're both so good on the ball as well. They're both capable of spraying a fucking 60, 70-yard ball out to a winger. Well, if he's, ben, if he's 
Ben White can actually play in CDM as well. So. Yeah, Ben White can travel as well. If they leave it open, and so can Stones, he'll just mosey on through the I middle. Do think, I do and think Phillips Scotland, will drop in. I do think Scotland can cause England problems with their work rate and their desire. I, I think England might... No, I'll not struggle, but I'd, if you're asking me, I'd, I'd expect England to beat Scotland regardless. But I do The problem think we have, though, Matty, is we will... Knock the ball about at the back, knock the ball about in midfield, not really try and penetrate, go yeah. at you and try and play you off the park and beat you by half time. And then before you know it, it's nil nil and there's 20 minutes left. And then all of a sudden you get a bit nervy and Scotland start getting the odd chance and the odd set piece. That's that's always our undoing. We're, we're too negative. And that, that's yeah. where I think we, we won't win this group. We should go out and we should be 3 0 up. Against the like, like no disrespect, but we should be with the players we have. We should be three 0 up against Scotland. Same against Czech Republic. Same against fucking Croatia. I know Croatia have got some good players, but they're all over the hill. By half time, we should have all these games sewn up. I don't know who he's gonna how Steve Clark is gonna approach it in terms of formation because Tierney and Robertson play in the same team, but they're both left backs. But Tierney will play right back or right attacking fullback, and Robertson will be left. Whether he plays McTominay centre-half or not, I don't know. But it does look like that that is the way it's going to go. You say, yeah, it's obviously a gamble in midfield. But the centre of the park is where Scotland have got the most talent in their team. So McTominay can play at the back there. And I still don't think... I won't say it'll be a massive loss. It's a loss because he's a presence in there. But there's other players that can play in there that are, that are good so you've not got a bad side this time. Like said, you've, got Gilmore, you've got Turnbull, you've got Callum McGregor, you've got Stuart Armstrong, you've got Adams. They've got, they've got some decent players, but they're not in, they're not as good. It's not the same level as England. England should be fully expecting to win the game, but I don't know. I so it's a promising Scotland side compared to previous years. Yeah, yeah it is. Talent that you've had for a long well, time. Yeah. Boys, we, we can continue having a chat about this. Let's bring the episode to a close anyway, because we we could go on all night otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will do a few episodes throughout the Euros, maybe like at the end of the group stage and then after each round from there, depending on how it goes and whatever. Um, we'll have to do do a special actually for the England England Scotland game, surely, Matty. Yeah, why not? Got to do a little little uh, episode for that. But yeah, thank you for everyone who, who's watched and listened uh, throughout this season. Um, like I said, we're going to continue with a few like, of, of the Euros throughout, throughout um, the tournament and that. But um, yeah, thank you for everyone who, who supported supported the podcast, and thank you to all the, all of the footballers, boxers, celebrities we've had on to interview, and yeah, plenty more to come as well for for, for next season, guys. But um, yeah, until next time, all the best. Thank you, guys. See ya.